0: Good morning, church. Now, you're rejoicing in Jesus. Now, I bring you greetings from Southern California, where I have the privilege of serving the Ministry of Teen Challenge uh, in Southern California. We have about 11, 12 different locations with hundreds of people who are being rescued and delivered from drugs and alcohol addiction. Can somebody say praise God? Amen. <laughs> But, you know, last year we got the statistic for how many people died from drug overdose in our nation, uh, and it it exceeded the year before. The year before was the highest ever. 107,836 people died from drug overdose in our nation, mostly driven by the fentanyl crisis. And this past year, in 2022, it was 110,236, according to the CDC. That is a grim statistic. But I want you to know that at Teen Challenge, we're seeing lives transformed every single day. And it's only through the power of the gospel that people are being set free. Come on, y'all can clap louder than that for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I shared that to say that there is hope. And so if you know someone who's struggling with addiction, let them know that there is hope, there's a way out, and his name is Jesus. He has all power, all wisdom, and all authority to set the addict free and release them into the glorious purposes of the Lord. Amen. So let's continue to pray. Our, our nation is in crisis in so many ways, but I want you to know that when the gospel goes forth, there is a power that is stronger. Uh, I love a statement that David Wilkerson, the founder of Teen Challenge, said a number of years ago. He said what people do when they've come to Teen Challenge or, and, and they come to, to faith in Christ is that they are captured by a power that only captures them to liberate them. He only captures to liberate. When the enemy captures, he brings destruction. But when God captures our hearts, he liberates us and he sets us free. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles today, we're going to be talking about living in the favor of God right here at the beginning of the year. And again, I'm so grateful to be here. love Pastor Jim and Carol. I pray that they get some great rest, amazing servants of the Lord. And it's always a privilege to be here at the Brooklyn Tabernacle. But I want to talk to us today about living in the favor of God. You know, a lot of people, when they talk about the favor of God, they have something in mind. They have a job or uh, a certain amount of money they want to make or some relationship that they're trying to, to get together. They have something tangible in mind when they think about favor. But I want to talk about favor from the biblical perspective, and that is a, a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. There's nothing more favored than that. There's nothing more favored than that. Amen. Knowing Jesus, Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 through 4. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn and to provide for all those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of the spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. And Luke chapter 4 verse 18 and 19, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Someone say amen. See, this passage from Isaiah was fulfilled when Jesus took the scroll and he stood in the synagogue as was his custom to gather in the times of worship and he read and said... This place, he read from Isaiah chapter 61, and he said, Now this passage is fulfilled in your hearing. Because God had in mind all along, through his prophetic voice and through the prophets of old, to raise up a Messiah, one who was chosen by God, who would come and deliver and set the captives free. Are you free today in Jesus? Hallelujah. And so what is the favor of God? The favor of God is God's grace. It is his mercy. It is his healing, his vindication, and his strength. Hallelujah. And God takes pleasure in doing good things in our lives. And there's nothing gooder, if you can let me use that word, or there's nothing better, hallelujah, than having your sins forgiven and pardoned by the Lord Jesus Christ. The year of his favor Refers to the Jubilee legislation from Leviticus chapter 25 uh, that Moses instituted uh, under the leadership of God through the Holy Spirit. That if you had to sell your land because Israel was an agrarian society, so everybody farmed, and, and so if you had to sell your land to pay a debt, in the 50th year, your land came back to you. If you were an indentured servant where you had to sell yourself into slavery in order to pay off debts, you were set free. Hallelujah. And so this was a time of release. Say with me, release. Glory to God. This is your year of release in Jesus' name. I said, this is your year of release in Jesus' name. The enemy tries to bind us in our mind and in our soul, but I want you to know that God came to set us free. He came to return us, hallelujah, to a place that we've never been. Hallelujah. God's favor lasts not just for a year or for a moment, but it lasts for a lifetime. Amen. Psalm thirty. Verse 4 and 5 says, sing the praises of the Lord, you his faithful people. Praise his holy name, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may endure for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Hallelujah. God's favor lasts for a lifetime and into eternity because it is his grace. It is his mercy. It is his forgiveness. It is the release from our sin that causes us to become his sons and daughters. We've been adopted into the family of God, according to Romans chapter 8. Hallelujah. We're no longer on the outside, but we're on the inside. We're no longer in darkness, but we're in the light. Hallelujah. We've been delivered and set free as the people of Almighty God. How many of you are so glad you have some favor in your life today? Amen. And that favor lasts for a lifetime. You say, well, you might step into a hole here and there. You may have a, a setback here and there. There may be problems and issues. You might get a bad report from the doctor, but I want you to know that He is Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals our disease. You might lose your job, but He is Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. Hallelujah. You might have some disturbance and not able to sleep, but He's Jehovah Shalom, the God of all peace, the God. God of all comfort, the God of all hope, Hallelujah. You might lose a relationship, but He's the God who loves you with an everlasting love. and He came and gave his life for you. His favor lasts for a lifetime. His favor lasts for a lifetime. Lord, we're grateful for your favor today, Hallelujah. Jesus, when he read this scroll, he had just come out of the wilderness temptation and he came into Galilee where his ministry was, was, was beginning and he began to read from that scroll and he said, this is my mission statement, this is why I have come and it was revealed to him through the word and through the power of the spirit. Do you know why you have come into freedom? We didn't come into freedom just to come to church and have a good time. It's all right, though. Amen. It's okay to praise Him loudly. Amen. It's okay to sing and shout before the Lord. But I want you to know that when God's favor came to our lives, He also put His anointing upon us, and He chose us to go and bear His name to a dark and lonely world. That's what drives a lot of the addiction in our culture is because people are lonely. They are isolated and they are disconnected from the fountain of life. They are disconnected from Jesus. And God wants you to know that his anointing is upon you. to go and release the captives. Not in your power and your strength, but just by telling your story. Hallelujah. You're preaching the gospel. Say, I can't release you from your addiction, but I know somebody who can. I can't heal your sick body, but I know somebody who can. I can't bring peace to your troubled mind, but I know someone who can. Hallelujah. The sovereign Lord. Hallelujah, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord was resting upon Jesus, and I want you to know that that same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is resting upon your life, and He is abiding in your life. Hallelujah, it's not by might and it's not by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord, that demonic mountains will be removed and all of the oppressed will go free. is through the Spirit of God. Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you without power. I won't leave you without comfort. I won't leave you without hope, but I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. And that same Spirit has been given to us. Why? So that we can go publish the good news. We can be his ambassador. We can be witnesses for him. He says in Isaiah, the sovereign Lord, the spirit of the sovereign Lord. Do you know that God is ruler and king of the universe? He has all wisdom. He has all authority over all creation. He has no rival. He has no equal. He is God all by himself. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's why we shout. That's why we sing. That's why we praise. That's why we worship, because we know that our help comes from the Lord. The anointing is upon me. The Holy Spirit rested upon Jesus as the chosen one, as the Messiah of God, the only begotten of the Father. Hallelujah. And he was sent into the world to save sinners like you and I. Thank you, Jesus, that you came to save us and to manifest your kingdom authority in our lives, to proclaim the good news to the poor, those who are poor in spirit. In other words, those who are lost. And they know they're lost. See, so you can't just hang around the gospel and, 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 and that's gonna save you. You have to actually get into this thing. Amen? You have to open your heart and say, Lord, I'm a sinner, and I need a Savior, and I recognize you are that Savior, and I give myself to you. And when we step into that place, we step into favor. We step into grace. We step into goodness. We step into the wonders of his love. God is a miracle-working God. I said God is a miracle-working God. Hallelujah. He's not out of miracles yet. Amen. So keep on believing. Keep on standing. Keep on worshiping. Keep on loving. Keep on praising. Keep on giving. Keep on being available to the Holy Spirit. God has given us a brand new spirit when we're born again. Hallelujah. He says he came to bind up the brokenhearted. The brokenhearted are those who are crushed and destroyed in their spirit. Those who've been abused and feel helpless and destitute. I want you to know that God can restore your life. Hallelujah. Many of us have been broken in our lives by circumstances and people and all kinds of issues, but I want you to know that every trauma that you have experienced, God is able. Isaiah 53 says that Jesus, hallelujah, was called a man of sorrows and he was acquainted with every grief. Say with me, every grief. Say with me, every grief. He was acquainted with every grief. So whatever the grief, whatever the pain, whatever the difficulty, Jesus is acquainted. And he's a high priest who can be touched with the feeling of our weakness and our infirmity. And when we call on him, that same spirit that rested upon Jesus will come to rest upon that place of pain, come to rest upon that place of hurt, and he will bring healing. He will bring rescue. He will bring deliverance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why we worship him. That's why we praise him. That's why we serve him. That's why we love him because there's nobody else that can help thank God for doctors and all those who try to minister healing to us. Bless them in the name of the Lord. But I want you to know there's deep places in our lives that only God can touch. (laughs) Hallelujah. We're talking about living in the favor of God that lasts for a lifetime. Hallelujah. That lasts for a lifetime. They were sharing earlier that Pastor Jim and Carol have been here for 50 years. Hallelujah. The favor of God lasts for a lifetime. Amen. It never gets old. The wonders of his love as he takes us from faith to faith and glory to glory. He gives us the ability to overcome tragedies and circumstances in our lives. Why? Because he's the God of all comfort. He's the God of all hope. We're talking about Jesus. He is our jubilee. Jesus is the Jubilee. As I mentioned earlier, Jubilee was, was when people's debts were forgiven. And I want you to know that our debts have been forgiven. The penalty of sin is death, but our, our debt has been paid by Jesus. And so he has now become our Jubilee. Amen. I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for my ship to come in. I want you to know everything that already come in, and his name is Jesus. Amen. You don't need to wait for a ship to come in. You don't need to wait for, you know, you're gonna hit the lotto. No, 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 no. You got something much better. You got the favor of God that lasts for a lifetime. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He's able to do the impossible. Praise the Lord. You know, growing up in the South, my parents were sharecroppers. My grandparents were sharecroppers. And we worked out in the field from before sunup until after sundown. Glory to God. Picking cotton. Working out there in those fields. And my, my parents and grandparents, they'd be singing some of those old songs out there in the field. Just get us to the end of the row because it was hot out there. Glory to God. But I want you to know that God's favor never lifted. Even in grinding poverty, even in the most difficult circumstances of life, your answer is not the lotto. Your answer is the Jubilee, and his name is Jesus, and his favor lasts for a lifetime. Amen. I've never been disappointed by Jesus. Amen. He's healed my body. He's restored peace when it was gone. He comforted me when I grieved loss of loved ones. Hallelujah. When I lost jobs and different things that came into my life, Jesus was right there saying, Come on, son. I got this. You're my child. Hallelujah. I'm the sovereign God, and I can make a highway in the desert. I can make a way where there's no way. Call on me. Seek me while I may be found, says the Lord, and I will reign on your desert. I will reign on your land, and I will cause productivity to come to every seed that you sow in faith. Can you trust him today? I say, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, we can. Hallelujah. We can trust in the Lord because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Praise the Lord. So I can endure the sun picking cotton because I know I ain't going to pick cotton always. Amen. Glory to God. There's a better way. There's a more excellent way. Amen. Because God is the way maker. Amen. He said that he came to proclaim freedom for the captives. Hallelujah. The shackles of bondage are released. We've been pardoned never to be bound again because there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Amen, according to Romans 8.1. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Say with me, no condemnation. No. Glory be to God. The accused of the brethren may try to accuse you. Even your own mind might try to accuse you when you fall short. But I want you to know that when you're living in the favor of God and you're looking to the Jubilee and you're looking to Jesus, condemnation has to go in Jesus' name. He's lifted the condemnation. We're not condemned anymore. We're not walking in death anymore. But we're walking in life and life abundant. Hallelujah. Condemnation is released in the name of Jesus. You don't live under condemnation, but you live in the favor of God. Hallelujah. He says he came to release from darkness the prisoners. Why didn't they say that he came to open the jail cell? It said he came to release from darkness because the, the enemy of this world, he brings mental and spiritual blindness and what Jesus said, I came to release you from that mental and spiritual blindness so that you can see that your reality uh, is not Israel, what you can get from your crops. Uh, your, your blessing and your reality is not what you can get from promotion on a job. Uh, the reality is this, that greater is God's th- thoughts than your thoughts. He says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. As high as the heavens are from the earth, so are my thoughts and my ways different. So he says, I want to open your mind to a new reality. And the new reality is this, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. There's righteousness. There's peace. There's joy in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And when he came to save us, the Greek word is sozo, and it means he came to save us completely. Say with me, completely. Amen. That spirit, soul, body, relationally, every way he came to cause us to become overcomers in Christ Jesus. The apostle Paul prayed in Ephesians chapter 1 that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened so that we would see the hope of our calling. Hallelujah. He wanted the mental and spiritual blindness to be removed, and he prayed this for the church of Ephesus. These were folks who were already in the faith. Hello? He said, I bow my knee to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ and I'm praying that the eyes of your understanding will be open in other words he don't want you to be a prisoner anymore many times we come to the Lord and we begin to walk in the favor of God and then we put the prison clothes on again of limitation we put the prison clothes on of condemnation we put the prison clothes on that bind us to the reality of what God has done for us and Paul says I'm praying that your eyes will be open that the darkness that tries to crowd in to the place of God's abiding, in your life will be removed so that you can see the hope of your calling, that you've been called to a higher place. You've been called to a better place. Amen. When God says my thoughts are higher than your thoughts, he wants us to live in the thoughts that he has. Amen. So he brings us to a higher place so that we begin to see the world from his perspective. And so rather than being bound by our circumstances, we can rule over our circumstances because we see the sovereign Lord has all a power, all wisdom. He's king of kings and Lord of lords. And so we're not bound by the words that people try to put on you. He, we're not bound by limitation. When we look to God, there's all hope, all comfort, all comfort. All peace. Say with me, all. 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 Last time I looked up the word in Greek and Hebrew and everything, all meant all. Okay? Amen. It meant everything. Hallelujah. So whatever road or path that you're on now, God is able to come into the all of your life and to bring all of his authority, all of his wisdom, all of his favor, all of his goodness is all about Jesus. Jesus. Hey, hallelujah. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus it's all about Jesus. 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 He is our favor. Hallelujah. And you can live in him for a lifetime and for an eternity because it's all about Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm grateful for how the Holy Spirit rested upon Jesus and how God has used different people throughout generations to make the world a more fair and equitable place as he used Dr. Martin Luther King, and I know we're celebrating that this weekend, and and God used him in a great way to bring truth into darkness. But I want you to know at the end of the day that when we look to Jesus, there's no end to his favor. There's no end to his power. There's no end to his wisdom. There's no end to his goodness there's no end to his influence he's able to get into places that others can't get into hallelujah because the spirit of the sovereign God is upon us the spirit of the sovereign God is upon us hallelujah when we're weak he makes us strong hallelujah when we're lost he makes us found when we're sick he makes us well Hey, when we're lonely, he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He says he came to proclaim this year of favor. And he said to comfort all who mourn in Zion if you're grieving today, if there's mourning and sorrow that you can't get over, God wants you to know that he will not leave you alone, but he's going to bring you all the way through that time of grief, that time of pain. Jesus alone is the only one who can send us away into freedom. He's the only one who can send us away into deliverance. He's the only one who can send us away into peace. He's the only one who can send us away into favor. Can somebody say amen? We don't have to wait for some legislation or for some law to pass. Hallelujah. We got the law of love. We got the law of liberty. We have the law of life in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The law has been passed. The law has been fulfilled, and it's been fulfilled in him. Hallelujah. So all we have to do is step up and step into the reality that our God is more than enough. We're talking about living in the favor of God. He comforts all who grieve over the loss that's been brought on by our own sinful behavior many times. We don't have to get drunk. We don't have to do drugs to escape for a moment. Hallelujah. But we can be free in the spirit of our mind forever. Forever. Amen. Isn't that good? So when those old melancholy thoughts come back, you hear an old song that reminds you of the crazy life that you came out of. And all of a sudden you start feeling nostalgia and you start feeling the ankle chains connecting it. Glory to God. You can say, no, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. I will not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Turn that song off. I need a song of Zion. I need the glory of God to come in this place. He says to comfort all who mourn and grieve over the loss brought on by sinful behavior. But that favor is not just for a year, but it's for a lifetime. Can somebody say amen? Amen. He says in this passage from from Isaiah, he gives us a crown of beauty instead of ashes. Amen. You need to look in the mirror and say, I look pretty good. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm looking good. Hey, glory to God. Because I'm not just looking at the face in the mirror, but I'm looking at a person who has the light of life in their eyes because the eyes are the window to the soul. And I have met Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So whether I'm in a one-room, a one-bedroom, or whatever I'm in, hallelujah, when I look in the mirror, I'm not just seeing what's around me in my creature comforts. I'm looking at what's on the inside, and today my mind is at peace. I just love everybody. I'm not hating nobody. Glory to God. I got peace. I can sing a song, hallelujah, song of Zion, amen, And it is not based on me having everything I want, but I got everything I need. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. David said, I was young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, and I've never seen the seed out begging for bread. We're talking about living in the favor of God. Hallelujah. Ashes were put on the forehead as a symbol for mourning and grief. And what God has done, he says, wash that stuff off of your face. Hallelujah. Because now I'm in you and I'm with you and I'm for you. And no matter what is against you, you can overcome it. Our sins have been carried away by Jesus. And he has crowned us with life, with health, with strength, with peace, with hope, with faith, with love, with kindness, with goodness, with gentleness. Oh, I've been crowned today. Hallelujah. And I'm not wearing ashes on my forehead. I'm not in grieving anymore. But I'm free. I'm free in Jesus. Thank God All Almighty. I'm free. I'm free indeed. I can do the deeds of the Spirit and not do the deeds of the flesh. I can do the deeds of goodness in the daylight. I've been set free by the power of the Spirit, and I'm living, I'm living, I'm living in the faith. I'm living in the favor. I'm living in the grace. I'm living in the truth. I'm living in the love. I'm living in Jesus. He's my everything. Hallelujah. Do you love Him today? Do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? He's able. He got up on the third day with all power in his hand. Hallelujah. Grave couldn't hold him. Grave couldn't hold him down. Hallelujah. And now he's seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you and I, saying you can make it persevere. I'm giving you strength. Hallelujah. I'm giving you hope in the midst of a hopeless circumstance. You're not bound by the lies of the enemy, but the truth of God has come to set you free. He's cut all the chains. He's cut all the ties, and he's opened your eyes to the hope of his favor that lasts for a lifetime, that lasts for eternity, because Jesus is our jubilee. He paid the debt He did not owe. He pardoned our sin. Thank you, Jesus. You are the Jubilee. Hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus. We magnify you, Jesus. You're worthy, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He goes on to say, I give you the oil of joy. Rejoice, for peace has come. Rejoice, for freedom has come. Rejoice, we've been emancipated by Christ, never to return to bondage and slavery again. Hallelujah, rejoice in the Lord. And again I say rejoice. Hallelujah, hallelujah. See, Paul could write those words when he was tied up in chains in a prison. How can you rejoice, Paul? Because I'm not in darkness in my mind. There might be some prison chains because I'm in here for preaching the gospel. But my mind and my spirit is free because I've been pardoned. I'm no longer that man that was on the road to Damascus to commit all kinds of atrocities. But I've been set free and Jesus has washed me white as snow. Hallelujah. So I might be chained in here for preaching the gospel, but I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to rejoice. Because I'm not bound in my spirit. I'm not bound in my mind. I'm not bound in my soul. I've been liberated. I've been set free. And ain't no chain gonna take that freedom from me. Hallelujah. Do you love him today? Do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? He's everything. He's everything. He's healed my sick body. Hallelujah, he's comforted me in grief. He stood by me in the night seasons of doubt, and he brought forth the light and the truth. So put on garments of praise to replace the spirit of despair and depression. If you sense some some despair and depression, just begin to worship the Lord. Put on the garments of praise. You go, well, I don't feel like it. It has nothing to do with your feeling. It has a lot to do with your faith. Because you believe he's the sovereign God, God, right? You believe that he has all wisdom and all authority. You, you, he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. So you put on the garments of praise because he's worthy. Amen. If he never did another thing for us, he's worthy. Oh, glory to God. Y'all know we're going to go to heaven and live forever with Jesus? Amen. Praise God. This same Jesus that went away in that cloud, He's coming back again, and He's coming to gather those of faith to live with Him forever. Hallelujah. James chapter five verse thirteen says, "If anyone is is, is happy, let him sing songs of praise." Any happy folk in the house? Amen. Any happy people online? Amen. Jesus is the only one who can make you happy. Your happiness is not in your wealth. It's not in your possessions. Your happiness is not in your relationships. Your happiness is in Jesus. If we can get that straight, then we can always give him praise. It's when our happiness is tethered to something else that's transitory and changing, that's when we get into trouble and our worship gets blocked. Hallelujah. But when you know that your happiness is in Jesus, children might be disobeying. Y'all better help me up in here. (laughs) Amen. Money looking funny. Amen. All kind of stuff going on. Bad news on the left. Bad news on the right. But I want you to know that when your happiness is found in Jesus, You can smile through it. You can sing through it. You can worship through it. You can love through it. You can walk through it. You can live through it. Hallelujah. You can thrive through it, through it, through it. He takes us all the way through the valley of the shadow of death, and we will fear no evil because God is with us. Hallelujah. As I close, he says that we will be called oaks of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. Wow. Oaks of righteousness. An oak tree represents strength and stability. There's an intricate root system that stabilizes an oak tree that sometimes can go out for 90 feet. I want you to know that when we allow our abiding life to go deep into the vine of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, we will always bear fruit in our season. And we will have strength and stability. Even though the winds and adversities of life might blow us and we might bend a little bit, we'll always pop back up because there's strength and stability. He calls us oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. Oaks of righteousness. That means that we're going to do the right things. We're going to obey his word. We're not going to return to the yoke of bondage, but we're going to live for Jesus so that we will have stability and strength. So our stability and our strength comes from us accepting God's righteousness and allowing that to be the very foundation and the root of our lives. Lord, I can't save myself, but you can. God, I can't deliver myself, but you can. God, I can't give myself hope, but you can. God, I can't give myself peace, but you can. You are the God of restoration. And from that place of allowing the righteousness of Jesus to be imparted to us, we will be oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, and no one will be able to pluck us out of his hands. Oaks of righteousness. Not because I'm righteous, not because I'm good, but because he's righteous. Because he's good. And I'm planted in Jesus. And I'm planted in Jesus. I can stand. When I'm planted in Jesus, I will not fall. When I'm planted in Jesus, it's going to be all right. When I'm planted in Jesus, doesn't matter if it's day or night. When I'm planted in Jesus, everything is gonna be all right. Hey yay. Hey. I'm planted in Jesus, I'm planted in his righteousness, I'm planted in his love, I'm planted in his favor, his favor, his favor lasts for a lifetime. His favor is not like any other kind. You ever had somebody say, I'm gonna do a favor for you? <laughs> There's going to be a payback that you got to get at some point when they do that favor. But when Jesus comes and said, I'm doing a favor for you, there's no payback. You just go free. You just go free. And you worship him. Saints of God, as the Apostle Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus, may the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, through the power of his spirit, Open the eyes of our heart and our understanding so that we will know the hope of our calling, which is to live in his favor. Hallelujah. And when we know that, nothing of the stuff of life will ever be able to move us off of the foundation of our jubilee. His name is Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, saints.